Hello, Dubs. Hey, Chrissy Crossy. We got a virtual one. We do have a virtual one. We are together, but so far away right now. Yes, and you know what? That's okay. This this surprisingly does a very good job. Um, I think we do a pretty good job. Yeah. So I think it. Works I, I've well. been told that it's you can't tell. Un, there is there have been some episodes where we did virtual, or I don't think we called it out, and people can't tell. Yeah. We, um. We do so good. We do good. Yeah, we do good. We do good. Uh, well, hello. Welcome, everybody. Welcome back to our sultry voices and our high-quality microphone equipment. Yes, yes, um, yes. Have you, uh, have you done anything fun this week that you want to talk about? Uh, no, it's a work week. Um, <laughs> well, now I'm offended. <laughs> no, it's, it's okay. I saw the Mario movie starring yes. Chris Pratt and Jack- <laughs> Why did you have to say that? Why did you have to start it on that note? Because, because I thought he did pretty good. I, yeah, okay, so yeah, let's let's, let's get dive into, right into, let's it. Get into it. Spoiler alert for the Mario movie, if you care. Yeah, uh, which if you've seen the trailers for the Mario movie, <laughs> you know the Mario movie already. It's just yeah. those trailers, but longer. Yeah. Um, which is to say, pretty good, very fun, right? Um. Yeah, overall, you liked the movie? It was such a great movie-going experience. It was so fun. It was just a great time, right? It was a great time. It was so nostalgic without being cheesy. They did so yeah. many little like spicy hints and nods <laughs> to all the stuff, to the entire franchise. It, 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 was, it was great. It was the entire franchise and beyond just like Nintendo, like love sprinkled all around. There is some you pointed out uh, the Duck Hunt. There was like the Canard restaurant and it had the duck from Duck Hunt. Yeah, there was like obviously their their like neighborhood villain guy was Spike from Wrecking Crew. Uh Um, The guy from Wrecking Crew. There was some (laughs) balloon fight references. Um, There's lots of really cool stuff. Um, Luigi's ringtone was the GameCube <laughs> intro sound, <laughs> which is awesome. Um, uh, but yeah, Chris Pratt didn't do that bad of a job. It wasn't bad. It was, and you know why? I think it's because they did such a good job of introducing the Mario Brothers in such a organic way. Yeah, and it just it worked because of that. Yeah. And I think if they tried to stick to the video game aspect of it, it wouldn't have worked. But making it the way they did, it fucking worked. Yeah. I can't recall how much of, like, Brooklyn they showed in the trailers. But, like, there's two things. There's two reasons I think it worked so well. And you kind of already nailed both of them. But, one, like, the way they introduced them, their first on-screen lines was the commercial for the Super Mario Brothers plumbing company, (laughs) which was the way over-the-top Charles Martinet accents, like, Wahoo, it's me, Mario. I'm a plumber. I'm here to fix the pipes. Uh, and it was like very grating and it's like, Oh, I don't know about this. And then you see that it's a commercial. Um, and they, they're just two brothers from Brooklyn and they're like in Brooklyn, they're at a pizza restaurant and then they go home to their big Italian family and they have some spaghetti. And then he goes to his room and plays video games. It's like, Oh, they're just Italian dudes from Brooklyn. Like this works. This makes sense. Yeah. And then, uh, and yeah, that, that's the other thing. It's just the, the fact that like the whole first 10 15 20 minutes of the movie are in brooklyn so it just works and then when they're in the mushroom kingdom it's not out of place at all because that's those are those characters just from brooklyn in the mushroom yeah. kingdom oh gosh. it was it was so well done from a storytelling perspective of keeping yeah. keeping it nostalgic but also yeah. focusing on the story it, yeah. They didn't get wrapped. That's what it is. They didn't get wrapped up in. Oh, we need to make sure they know about this thing because that's a nod mm. that we know that they're fans. It was just here's a story, and we're gonna yeah. keep the story accurate. And because it's accurate, you're gonna go oh every time you see something nostalgic <laughs> or hear something nostalgic, which we did. Yeah. Oh my God. Littered. <laughs> um. Also, <coughs> the story was really light. Like it was just. They get sucked into a pipe, trying to fix a pipe, and they go there, and Bowser is in love with Peach and wants to marry Peach, or else he'll destroy the world, and they need help from the Kongs, which, like, that was definitely a thing they added for the movie. Like, that's never a thing in any of the video games, but it worked. It worked. Like, 
you got to see some like light smash brothers style action which was very fun when he was fighting donkey kong yeah um I so badly. There's a scene when like Mario's in the air in slow motion and Donkey Kong like jumps up and punches him in slow motion. I really wanted it to be like the <laughs> the final smash, like the the lightning coming from the side yeah. of the screen. <laughs> Game. Yeah, yeah <laughs> but... <laughs> exactly. Oh man. Um, oh. and then we got some Mario Kart, obviously, which that was it was so dumb. Like they're literally choosing <laughs> their cart accessories on a spinning wheel and then pressing the a button to choose them but i was like uh that's that's all we need we didn't need it to make sense we just needed to be nostalgic and feel good and that's all it was that's at that point i think we were so well woven into the story with the threads of nostalgia that when you hit that point where they're making their carts you're just smiling about it you're just yeah. happy about it. You're just going, yeah, this is awesome. Fuck yeah. Yeah. They're going to actually. Things. Speaking of that scene, I caught you dancing out of the corner of my eye like six times throughout the movie. <laughs> it begged. The, they had such good music choices. They chose some really good Mario songs to adapt. And they did it so well, too. They were fucking bops, man. Yeah. For the most part, they weren't just soundtracks from the game copy and pasted into the movie they were like woven into a like a movie score yeah um so like in that thing where they're like we're gonna need carts <laughs> and they go and they start building carts and it's like it's like the menu music from like mario kart wii or something like that but they just chose like, like acdc <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah it was thunderstruck that's when, right when, he, when the dude the 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 what if the mechanic monkey starts actually like pulling levels <laughs> levers for everything yeah. to build them yeah how did you like the uh, like the real world songs that they did? Like they did "Take on Me," uh, I love "Take by on Ahad. Me." They did "No Sleep Till Brooklyn." Um, they did. There was some classical song that they did when they're trying to fix the pipe fighting. I, the, uh, I think they were the great. Dog. I think they were great. Um, yeah, yeah. I, they're all good songs. I think they. Uh, I think those songs being there helps a lot because it helps mm. with grounding us in a similar mm. universe of reality oh the beastie yeah. boys they got beastie boys in this world right it, it's kind it, of the connection that we have to it which helps us again feel more of the story of the mario brothers before it turns into the video game stuff that we start to see um yeah the amount of again the small stuff they did that was such a great nod I'm thinking of the when Mario's doing the obstacle course to train and he yep. starts doing Mario quote unquote moves. The way like he the ground jumps. pound, yeah. the, the butt bounce. The butt bounce, <laughs> the ground pound, the way he fights, the way he spins, the way he slides. They start doing that, and I was just going, Oh my god, this is so sick. Yeah, it's it's very good. Um the my favorite little Easter egg, which wasn't like the most subtle one, but it was when he gets the cat, he gets the cat box and then he, he defeats Donkey Kong. And when he like finally knocks him out and Donkey Kong's all woozy and he's about to fall, it played the little do, 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 which is when you beat Donkey Kong in the Donkey Kong arcade game. Like when Jumpman gets to the top oh, and finally yeah, gets to yeah, him, yeah, 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 it yeah. plays that song. And I was like, oh, they even included that. They, he came out to the donk, the DK rap, which I got so hyped <laughs> in the theater when the DK rap started. Oh, my God. And then so he's good. making biscuits on top of DK when he's a cat. <laughs> you, you and I looked looked at each other laughing at that part. It's just, it's they don't draw attention to it. He's just making those little cat biscuits on DK's unconscious chest. <laughs> oh, so many good things. Oh, and, and I also really enjoyed how many characters they used. Yeah. And they gave them roles and responsibilities, right? Yeah. Yep, Donkey Kong, I think, is great. Not super what I would expect from the character of Donkey Kong in the games, but, like, Donkey Kong isn't even really a character in the games. He's just big monkey. See, I um, was thinking more of uh, characters like Shy Guy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Very good. Wow. <laughs> 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 when, <laughs> when they captured Luigi in the forest, and they, like, poke him with the spear to make him go faster. Wow. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, that was that was very good. The uh, the dry bones Koopas that was really yep. clever. They were like zombies yep. and like they couldn't be killed. They just kept coming back, which is uh, like How as Luigi in an, in a forest that you've never been to. Horrifying. Yeah. Um, man, so many good things. All the uh, the dude the the blue shell Koopa was like yeah. one of the most creative additions to the to the thing because like a blue shell, you know, the blue shell is the thing from Mario Kart, but like he's like the commander of the army for throughout the whole movie and like i don't know about you but when I, the first time i watched it i didn't really recognize like oh that's a spiky blue shell with wings <laughs> like I he's gonna be a problem later until he did that at the end <laughs> until he kamikaze them yeah. in mario kart yeah um ugh, but like watching it back like he's like the lead koopa that bowser keeps giving orders to so like he's they built him up as like the most powerful koopa and then he he's the freaking <laughs> blue shell it's incredible <laughs> Um, oh, a Rainbow Road, Rainbow Road. The dude, even the the references to like Mario Kart strategies, like jumping off yep. of one part of Rainbow Road to land on another part yep. of Rainbow Road. Are you kidding me, dude? Oh my gosh, so, so amazing! Good. It was so good. <laughs> it was so. See how much we're smiling about this? Yeah. Uh, did we talk about the Rotten Tomatoes for it? No, we did not. Do you know what it's rated on Rotten Tomatoes? I know that there's a big, there's a very large discrepancy between critics and <laughs> and audience. I know that. Yes, I will also tell you, uh, the score has improved significantly critics? from the last time I critic score has improved significantly. Okay. From uh, the last time I looked it up, which is like launch weekend. Okay. I will guess it is in the mid sixties when it launched. It was at a 42. Oh, my God. And it is now at a 59. It's getting uh, there. It is, it is certified rotten. It's one point away from fresh <laughs> to being a red tomato. The audience score when it launched was a 98. It is now a 96 with 10,000 verified <laughs> ratings. <laughs> it's um, it's so great. So people love it. It's great. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a smash hit. And I think that's that's not an unfair way to describe it. Like, it's not a very good movie. Like, it's not going to win any awards besides, like, but it's not uh, supposed maybe, to. like, animation. No, it's not. That's exactly what it is. This is a movie that was made for fans, and it's, like, the data that you could extrapolate just from the Rotten Tomatoes page for this is, like, that tells the whole that story right there. That tells the right whole there. story. It's just yeah. like Black Adam. <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you're under contract through Dwayne The Rock Johnson to try to hype up that movie as many times as possible. I mean, it doesn't matter. They wiped him out of the universe just as fast as he came in. But my point is, yeah, it it is like, Um, right? It's just it's very much a uh, it's not meant. I wouldn't expect no offense to the people involved. I don't expect the studios that brought you Minions yeah to give you a highly rated critic but critically rated movie i just don't expect that i don't expect that and that's okay yeah i don't go to i don't go see one of these movies for the you know the plot twist or the dramatic experience of the minions (laughs) fucking learning english or something i don't know so i just (laughs) (laughs) Well, you should, because that that would be heartwarming and jaw dropping. Um, so we both very much like the movie. Ninety six percent of fans around the world like the movie. Uh, a little more than half the critics who've seen the movie like it. Um, brings me to my topic. Besides the Mario movie topic, and I'm sure we could come back to the Mario movie if we have more to talk about it. But what is the best video game adaptation? To the screen, either TV or movies, not to like books or something or like a board game. <laughs> hmm. Uh, define best. You mean critically, or do you mean audience satisfaction? <sighs> well, um, I think that's open to interpretation. I think video games, being what they are, the the fan reception is more of what would make it best. I don't think anything beats Mario. It, yeah, I think it's, I think for a movie, it's very, very up there. I know a lot of people really like Sonic the Hedgehog. 
Um, not as much as Mario, though. No, not as much as Mario. I think there are some big, big Sonic fans that really like the the Sonic movie. Um, but yeah, I th- it's. I really think it's it's got to be Mario for for the big screen. For yeah, uh, they did. Oh movies. gosh, they did Super Mario sixty four. They they did the theme of Super Mario sixty four for I think ten seconds, and I was just in the Ooh. castle. Yeah, and yeah, I was just so happy when I heard it. Yep. The way the trumpets hit, I was just oh, that's yeah, bum 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 yeah, bum the, bum bum. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which is the I think Peach's Castle song. Oh, it's so good. By the way, I yeah. think Super Mario sixty four is the best soundtrack, com- comprehensive soundtrack of any Mario game. It's extremely good. It's it got, has the Peach's Castle. It's got the classic. Um, it's got it has, the uh, dire 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 ducks. It's got the it's got the 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 menu screen. The ooh yeah yeah yeah. It's got the water level dire dire docks, which is a absolute dreamy sleepy vibe. Yep. The three D face. The 3D face. It's got the sliding down the ice yes, <laughs> shoot. The fucking about, crazy say, banjo yeah. party. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so good. Yeah, extremely good. They they pulled so many different things. The soundtrack, uh, which you could listen to on like Spotify, Apple Music. Just listening through that, like I picked up on more references that they made through other things. Like when Luigi's uh, walking through the forest and he's scared, it's playing like just kind of a a new spooky score. But there's little hints of Luigi's Mansion in there. Like there's some little motifs that he uses uh, from like the background music of Luigi's Mansion. Um, yeah, there's there's some really good stuff. They did and Baby course, Mario and Baby Luigi. I told you leaving the theater, but <laughs> the first time I saw it, my fiance caught me like tearing up at Baby Luigi. Because <laughs> for those who don't know, I have an unhealthy love for Luigi. <laughs> he is my favorite fictional character, not even video game character, but he is my favorite fictional character. I don't, I don't really know why. I can't explain it. I think it started as a meme, but then I embraced it and I just, I, I grew to love him so much, genuinely. Uh, it transcended irony. And, but then, so in Mario Kart Double Dash, which besides Mario Kart 8 is the best Mario Kart, you gotta play as Baby Luigi, because the tiny, the tiny races are best. Um, and uh so he's he's i love him especially dearly and i did not expect him to be in the movie but when they had a flashback to a bully bullying baby luigi (laughs) and he's like about to start crying and then mario steps in and is it stands up for his brother i it got me i i'm ashamed and not ashamed to admit it that it got me it's okay it's okay yeah it's just another great nod you know what i was thinking to your question before i settled on mario uh Witcher. Witcher? Mm-hmm. The, oh, the TV show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wow. forgot they made a okay, TV maybe show. Maybe not, I guess. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> All for that reaction. I, What's The Witcher? I, oh, is that a game? <laughs> well, I was thinking, like, that was a book first, and then it was a video game. <laughs> and then it became... I forgot they... they yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's a that's a good one. I so that's a that's a show that I've heard great things from. I have tried three times to start watching it. I've watched the pilot episode of that show three times, uh, and I just for whatever reason it just doesn't hook me. I never played the games. I never read the books. I want to play the games. I can't read, so I don't want to read the books. But um, yeah, I don't know. That one didn't hurt me, but I did hear very good things. So that's probably objectively pretty high on the list. Yeah. Uh. Why? My answer for movie is Mario, for TV shows, The Last of Us, which I know we've talked about probably off air more than we've talked about it on air. Yeah. But it's just the video game in 10 episodes, and the video game is perfect. So they just adapted it, added a little bit that they like thought of in the last 10 years <laughs> that they could add to the story to improve it. Um, there's this really cool behind the scenes thing where they're like, the video game is nearly perfect. So we're just going to adapt that. And any change that we're making, we go through the thought process as of does this change improve or worsen or keep the story the same? And we're only going to add the changes that improves the story, which is really tough to do, which is why there's not that many, but that story is very, very good. I mean, to be honest, I, I haven't watched it, so I can't say. I will say that as that show went on, 
more and more people started making fun of it of <laughs> of in a way of just the whole show is just ellie don't do that i'm gonna do it anyways and then <laughs> no ellie don't i'll have to save you now and it's just that's the rinse repeat of what the season what the show became um Kinda, kinda. <laughs> she she does grow as a person. There's literally like a, a two episode arc where she like becomes like uh, she could like hold her own. There's actually this one really cool scene in uh, the for for those who have seen it, the episode where they go to the college uh, towards the end of the series, uh, where Ellie all of a sudden has to like hold her own, and like in within like ten minutes, you see like how much she's learned from Joel about like shooting and keeping herself safe and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, they do. She does. She does become self sufficient <laughs> eventually, but it is at the beginning a lot of don't do that. I did it. Now I have to rescue. you. I rescued you. Now don't do that again. I did it again. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. What uh, what movies do you want Nintendo Studios that they officially just rebranded themselves to? What movies do you want them to make next? Well, we know they're coming. Yeah, you don't do that did, uh, move without something coming down the pipeline here. The like teaser at the end with Yoshi. Uh, that, but also you don't make a studio. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fucking. You don't found Nintendo Studios. Yeah, you, you don't create a studio uh, entity unless you're going to be mm-hmm. doing more. Um, so that's happening. Um, I would say, uh. Second, Probably going to be a Mario 2. There, there's going to be. Um, yeah. Oh, man. Smash? No. Ooh, yeah. you know what would be sick? Huh? Star Fox. Star Fox would be cool. That would be Kind a of like a, a PG Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> Instead of Rocket Raccoon, you get Star Fox. That'd be, that'd be kind of sick. That'd be kind of sick. Metroid? Make a like, like a, a space like a horror, horror action sci-fi. Oh, give us a live action horror sci-fi. Give us Alien, <laughs> but it's me- give us Alien, but yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> that would be starring sick. Florence Pugh as Samus. Ah, is she tall enough? I don't. I don't think she's tall enough, but they could probably fake it in the suit because she has the voice for it. Hmm. I don't know if she. Yeah. Oh, she has the hair too. I don't know. I don't know if she's tall enough. You got to be tall. I just went for. I just grabbed the first black, ass, badass blonde uh, woman that I could think of. Florence Pugh. Badass blonde. Florence Pugh. Yeah, she could. She could. Um, why? What do you want to see? I mean, the obvious. You're staring at me through a camera, and behind me on a wall is every Zelda game ever made. I, I so here's the thing. I was going to say that. And then I thought about how would that actually look. Um, and I'll yeah. be honest, I think it's mainly because Link is just a lot of like sound effects. So I yeah. don't have... <laughs> Grunts. <laughs> yeah. You know? And it's just... I don't know. I, I don't see the storytelling side of it from Link's perspective very easily. Because the big yeah. point of... Oh, I, I guess maybe... I guess maybe. I guess you could. I mean, if you could do it with Mario, which is just a fucking platformer, then I guess, yeah. yeah. <laughs> why not with an actual story? A platformer line? from a guy who says, Wahoo, it's a me. Yeah. <laughs> Those exactly. are like, that's it. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I, I could see that. I could see that. Would you want to see it animated or live action? See, I think animated would be way easier to pull off and not look weird. Uh, I think it's extremely unlikely that they could do anything live action and not make it look like a fan a fan film or something. Metroid, you could pull off if you make it like Alien. Dark, gloomy. Metroid, you could pull off for quiet, sure. atmospheric. Star Fox, you'd have to do... I think Star Fox, they would probably want to do animated, but you could do like, quote unquote, live action. Like Lion King live action, where it's it's obviously not a real lion, but... Or just Guardians, where you just have, you know... Yeah. The same, same style CGI for it, you know? Yeah. 
or they could do stop motion like the original uh i think the original commercials for the old star fox games were start mo- stop motion like claymation no don't uh, do that. Don't foxes do that. like fantastic mr star fox <laughs> oh don't do that no 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 don't do that don't do that that'd be bad um that'd be bad um speaking of movies and speaking yeah. of all these things have yes. you heard the news behind uh kang uh jonathan majors mm-hmm. more specifically not in a kang. few weeks more specifically oh. kang no are have there been like announcements or theories or rumors about what they're doing with his character supposedly they are scouting potential recasts wow as a backup oh, okay i mean that's safe right we still don't really know what the deal is they probably know a lot more than we do, we mere mortals. But um, mm, I don't think they do, because I, I don't think they care other than what is the public perception. Yeah, I think that's what it is. What is the public perception? <laughs> that's true, but like, I mean, they have to do a fair an, enough research to know what the public perception might change to be, depending on the the evidence that might come out or something like that. True. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. That's really interesting. Um. So yeah, I kind of I kind of expected it to go that way. Yeah, cuz they can't just drop him. Like he sets uh, up, he's he's their phase 5. I mean, you could, you could drop him. <laughs> right? I mean, you could. Uh <laughs> I think we talked about when when this was unfolding the Jonathan Majors drama. Uh, someone in the Reddit comments just said, and then Kang flew back to his home world and died on his way back home. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it's from the, from the Simpsons, the like, uh, itchy and scratchy. I must go. My planet need me. And then scratchy died on the way back to his home world. <laughs> cause it's, the Simpsons uh, have predicted everything. It's very interesting. Cause, because what do you know about the WGA right now? The Writers Guild of America. Mm-hmm. I know they're on strike. There you go. I think it has something to do with AI, mostly. <laughs> uh, in a way, there's concerns about AI. There's also the fact that they're just not getting paid. Interesting. Okay. So well, that's not good. That might be impacting some of what's happening in terms of uh, future projects as well. Yeah. I know it, it delayed Blade. Blade is on mm-hmm. pause. Mm-hmm. which that movie is cursed. <laughs> um, Mahershala Ali was signed on to play Blade. You ready for this? Four years ago. <laughs> they have not started filming. <laughs> well, so Deadpool took how long? Well, Deadpool, they like literally tried to cancel, and then Ryan Reynolds had to leak that footage so fans would be in uproar about it yeah. and demand it. So, I mean, th- that was years and years and years, because I remember Ryan Reynolds coming out in an interview and uh asked because he was asked about that video and that's what he said he said yeah we were trying for eight years something crazy to get this to happen but that was like like it wasn't officially happening like blade has been trying to happen for four years where deadpool they were trying to get the gears rolling and with blade the gears have been rolling and stopping and rolling and stopping and rolling and now now it's paused because of the the writer's strike there was like COVID and then like they needed rewrites and then it needed to get pushed back to a, a different timeline. And then they were like disagreeing on what the story was going to be about. And if it was going to be like R PG 13 or something like that. Um, and now, now the writer's strike. So do you know of anything else specific that is like being delayed because of it? Uh, I know there's a, there's a few things that are, but I don't know. I can't recall any of them right now on the spot. Yeah. Um, but it's serious. It's a serious impact. Yeah. I know that much. Yeah. Interesting. I know I've heard a couple things like the um, the Game of Thrones spinoff House of the Dragon. That's still going forward because <laughs> I know you don't care, but that's still going forward because every, everything's written. So they, they just have to film it now. Um, uh, yeah. And I guess there won't be any like last minute rewrites, which I know is very common in TV shows. Speaking of writers, strikes, uh, people who are in controversy and delays, I've heard nothing about Rick and Morty. 
Yeah, no, nothing still. I just checked Dan Harmon's socials. He hasn't posted since January 7th. Wow. And when did the, all the Justin Roiland stuff happen? Like since then, right around then, oh, right? God. Yeah, it was because we. I remember we looked at it and we went, oh, they're not saying anything. Um, I think yeah. mid to end of January is when wow. all that dropped. Like the news came out that that's, that was happening. It's really interesting. I'm try. I don't want to like speculate, but the fact that he hasn't said anything in well don't, over five months now. Don't forget, Adult Swim also came out and said we will no longer partner in association with Justin Roiland. Oh yeah, he's out. But yeah. then like, but he, well, he wasn't deemed innocent, but the case was thrown out. So yeah, yeah. And so then what um, the fuck's happening? Yeah, and. uh I think I still think they're planning. They're not ready to like say what's next because it's not just like a writer co-creator of the show. He's also the voice of the two main characters. Yeah. So, <laughs> well, there is that guy who could do those voices that came out and got yeah. real popular. He can clearly just slide right the fuck in, but yeah. he doesn't have the experience of performing or the writing behind it. Yeah, like the the soul of those characters, kind of, if you could call it that. Like, those are those are his Justin's characters, so like he knows them and he knows like when to slur and when to burp and when to oh yeah. Uh, so gonna <laughs> be they could imitate it, but it, it might feel different if they go with a, an imitator. Yeah, it's interesting. Very interesting. It's very interesting, right? There's so much going on. It's very interesting. It's very much a. Uh wacky and wild world with what's happening right now in terms of uh entertainment i mean on top of everything else that's happening in the world but in this yeah. case it's just it's um yeah i'm wondering how much stuff is going to be impacted by this on a on a deeper level like the writer strike or the specifically the, the rick and morty stuff the writer strike yeah i mean it's do you remember the last one like 2008 or something yeah there was a huge writer strike yeah. and like <laughs> every big famous TV show that happened during that time has that one really short season, like yep. lost in the yep. office and uh, stuff like that. Um, and it was weird. Like TV was weird for that year. Yeah. And uh, like live TV, like late night was just gone for months. Like there was and just nothing to watch on late night. And it's great because it, 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 that's how you, that's why you strike, right? Everybody who bitches about strikes, it's just, this is a way to show your worth. Mm-hmm. Just oh, okay, we're not yeah. we're not worth the money. Then we just won't perform, and then we'll see you how. You have well no we- SNL until yeah. you give us money so let's, again. <laughs> let's see how well you do with making your money when you don't have any product because we are your product, right? Yeah. Not to get all Marxist on people, but seize the means of production, <laughs> right? So it's just it's just not to get all Marxist on people, but here's a literal quote. <laughs> <laughs> it's that's how I just view the whole strike thing. I support it. I hope they get their fucking fair change of what they're deserved um and yeah it's just it's just a situation where it's an easy solution pay the people what they're worth yeah it's not hard and we can we can take a break from tv and late night and whatever like we don't deserve that shit it's like yeah take it away kill the ad revenue until they until they play ball ask the ceo to get paid two million dollars less with their bonus and then just <laughs> you'll have more profits you the profits will keep rolling in that's all you gotta yeah. do it's it's not yeah, exactly it's not fucking hard i don't know anyways yeah. anyways um anyways. in lighter news anyways we're recording this on thursday night thursday may uh yeah may 11th you may know the 11th four hours you. May the 11th be with you, as they say. It's been over a week since I May know, the 4th. I thought, I thought, I <laughs> we could you, have done this joke. I we literally you, recorded on May the 4th. I thought you wouldn't notice. I honestly thought you were just going, thank you, you two, and just keep going. I, 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 okay, continue. Four hours And also away. with you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you, you, could always, you could always pick out the catholic raised star wars fans <laughs> may the force be with you and also with you um lift four your, hours away lift up is your the legend of zelda we lift, lift them up <laughs> we lift them up to the lord we lift them up to, to the, the force, force. 
<laughs> this is getting weird. This is getting uh, weird. Zelda. <laughs> Zelda. Uh, yeah, dude. Four Zelda. hours away. Except my my stupid copy, because uh, I because you see this collection behind me, yeah. I need to own it physically. So I ordered it from Best Buy, not to be picked up in store, to be shipped to my house. It, so, so it is. You're getting it tomorrow. It is. You're getting. I'm getting it tomorrow at some point throughout the day. The day. Uh, probably by hopefully th- early. Yeah, probably by three because that's when mine's arriving. Hopefully, you're getting a copy. I mean, somebody is. <laughs> somebody in your household is getting somebody, a copy. <laughs> somebody whose birthday is tomorrow is probably getting it. Ooh, very nice. You got to tell her I said happy birthday. I will. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm super hyped. Uh, I was. I'm worried that I'm overhyped. I think we've talked about this nope. before. Where like yep, we talked I, about the last episode. You can't get overhyped for this. Yeah, you can't get overhyped. It's impossible to be overhyped for this. I mean, I think now I know that I'm in for a genuinely another really good ride because Breath of the Wild is so freaking good. And I was on the edge of those people who are saying like, it looks like a big DLC and like, no, this is a full ass sequel. Um, And then like the more they show about it, the more I'm like, oh, they're really like adding a lot more meat onto them bones. Um, I can, I can tell you something, but I don't want to ruin you by saying it. So maybe I won't say it and I'll wait until you play it. Can you tell me, like, about what it is? It's a, well, it's about the new game. Yeah. <laughs> Got it. And well, I think this might be the thing that I was going to tell you, maybe. There's and, a chance and, that we're about to say the same thing. And how? And, and word has been getting spread about how good it is. The, the review embargo has lifted, is what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. And so, more, most specifically, people who are comparing it to the other Zelda games. Yes. <laughs> and what they're saying about it. Yeah. Um, hold on. I'm going to look up the top games. Look it on up Metacritic because I'm so lost right now. I'm so lost on just looking at my own fucking face in this horrible back screen lit light. And it's just illuminating every year of failure and disappointment <laughs> and anger and regret that I, I this flesh suit has gone through in my oh face my goodness. in my eyes in my cheeks in my neck it just this light's very unflattering and it makes me look horrible okay i'll distract you with more zelda talk okay. <laughs> um the top rated game of all time on metacritic is the legend of zelda ocarina of time thank you 90- thank you thank you thank you thank you thank you what? what did I You're tell welcome. you? What did I say? What are you talking about? Two episodes ago, we spoke about going through the Zelda game, specifically with your with your lady, and I said, Ocarina of Time. You were like, meh, I don't know. Meh, she may not like it. Meh. And I was just saying, <laughs> excuse me? What are you talking about? Meh, it's pixelated. It's like, what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> I did not about? say that. What are you talking about? <laughs> Have her play the flute. Have her play the ocarina with the fucking yellow. Do, 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 do. Sorry. I believe what I said, and we could play it back. I believe what I said is that for someone who has no nostalgia for it, it might not look that great. And that might put her off of the game. Because that game is made out of origami, essentially. Yeah, it's it 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 it, it it's beautiful. It's a great looking N sixty four game. I have so many fond memories of it. But for someone who's never played it, it won't have that nostalgia weight behind it. It'll just be you an say old retro as, game. You're experiencing. you say as you just started this whole uh, this whole segment off with the highest rated Zelda game of all time is. The origami game. That's that's what you just said. <laughs> I didn't rate it there. No, I'm the just saying what the did. Metacritic. I'm sorry, the world did. <laughs> the human race put it there. Continue. Yeah. Uh, that is number one at a 99. Um, there's a few other games at 98. There's a few at 97. The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild has a 97. Oh, two points behind. Oh, no. Legend of Zelda... Tears of the Kingdom. Do you know what it has on Metacritic? I have no idea. It has a 96. Ooh. And that's and that's 
six years after Breath of the Wild using the same engine, mostly the same world, the same controls, same art style, and it still achieves a 96. I've been hearing it's better. (laughs) Uh, I'm so nervous. You're not going to be disappointed. You know that. You're not going to be No, I'm not going to be disappointed. And I, and I know what's happened to me before in this situation, the Uncharted effect, as we'll call it, where Uncharted 2 blew my little teenage mind because mm-hmm. it was it was so amazing at the time as a 96 mm-hmm. on Metacritic. And then all the reviews for Uncharted 3 started coming out. I was super hyped up for Uncharted 3. Did you hear that cat? That was a cat? Yeah, oh, that is a cat. Asshole. Oh, hi, yeah. kitty. Yeah. Sorry. Continue. Um. All the reviews started coming out for Uncharted 3 at the peak of my hype, and everyone was saying it was better. 10 out of 10, 10 out of 10. I was like, I, I don't even know how my body is going to handle this. It's going to blow my mind again twice as much. And I played it, and it was fantastic, but I was still, like, underwhelmed because I was expecting, like, like galaxy brain. Like, so I have a better you, you, comprehension of the universe. You cannot go into this thinking you're going to have a first-time experience. Jesus Christ, shut up, cat. Get out of here. Go. Shoo, you're bad. Go lay down like your brother. He's sleeping. All right. Anyway, sorry. What? It's. It makes me think of... I, I know you're shocked. I know you're shocked by this. About the fact that I've only seen Endgame once. <laughs> <laughs> There's that expression on your face. It's, yeah. Because I've only seen... I wasn't shocked singular i am shocked and reminded every time you say that it blows my mind over and over again i've seen it once it was in imax with you that is the yeah. one time i've seen endgame and i can't believe that i do that on purpose because the roller coaster of that experience is not something i want to have diminished right mm. now now, Tears of the Kingdom yeah. is possibly taking a hit on its score only because it's running the same engine of Breath of the Wild. So there's a familiarity yeah. to that experience. If they changed the game I and mean, they went back to origami and they fucking did an origami Tears of the Kingdom, it might be a 98 because, un- because unsullied by the pre-experience that you already have with that style, that's probably what's dumbing it down because it's not Mm. as innovative. It's not as different. It's not as mind-blowingly new. The world and experience is somewhat familiar. You have a familiarity to it, so it lessens that impact of your experience. Just like if I went and watched fucking Endgame again, yeah, I would be like, wow, this is a great part. Holy shit, I love this part. And I might still have some of the familiar reactions, but they will never be as high and as intense as your first time experiencing it. No, and I do completely agree with that, but but my first time seeing Endgame was an out-of-body experience. I My body acted out of my control yes i know when 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 cap caught the hammer i was clapping very vigorously and then i realized that i was standing up out of my chair and i had to sit back down (laughs) yep um and then every time i rewatch it i get the chills i get the goosebumps there's a couple parts i get a little teary-eyed but it's never like that absolute adrenaline rush of emotions that i felt in the theater that one time exactly um when i was watching it with hundreds of other people who had no idea what was about to happen next and then it's like the most epic thing after the most epic thing after the most epic thing (laughs) and just we're all in this together and and all of our minds are being (laughs) (laughs) oh my god (laughs) dude oh my god um yeah, who? Uh, I was talking to someone today, and I thought, man, Dubs would hate this, but me and this person really like this. They, uh, we both shared that there are certain movie scenes that we go back and rewatch just for the 
the like the feeling of that scene but we watch like audience reactions of like when someone was filming with their phone in a movie theater and you get to see the movie in like 480p and you get to hear the soundtrack and the thing but you get to hear the audience reaction again because it's like that feeling that i've tried to describe to you that you just do not feel in movie theaters of like the crowd reaction to this thing um and and we watch those audience reactions of like big movie scenes just to like feel that again and it's uh it's so intense. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But you know what I'm saying, right? And that's what I'm saying in terms of uh, this new game. I think yeah. it might actually be higher rated. If So let's say you took somehow you in this world, in this universe, in this timeline, you played Breath of the Wild. But let's mm-hmm. say in a different world, you never did. And you just played Tears of the Kingdom first which game would be better with your first time experience without the bias of the other? That is the question that cannot physically be answered, but that's why I think not by me. Well, just physics doesn't exist in a way that we can do this. So like, but just (laughs) when you have like someone can, someone who's never played either can play tears of the kingdom first. True. And then they, what? then they play breath of the wild and they tell you which one is better. Yeah, they could. That that would be interesting. But so there's a couple there's a couple caveats to that. They have literally improved on systems and some features of Breath of the Wild for Tears of the Kingdom. Mm-hmm. So in some senses, it would be taking a step back. And then in others, there's like the story. You, the, I mean, the story isn't crazy in Breath of the Wild, but like you miss the story of Breath of the Wild. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm like literally nervous for this game. <laughs> Because it's so built up in my head and it's so well reviewed so far that I just like, I don't know what it's going to do to me. I wish I say this to you, I think every three weeks, (laughs) maybe four. I wish I could have a piece (laughs) of, of who you are (laughs) so I could feel that way about something like this. I just, I just don't have that. If you can't tell by the horribly lit, face looking at you through this dude stop looking at the screen you hate you hate the way you look today this is it's no, incredibly is unflattering how, lighting this is how i always look i always look like this <laughs> you're just oily and tired and old back. and beaten and battered <laughs> and bruised downtrodden downtrodden worn out <laughs> you're I'm my an, most worn out friend i'm in <laughs> I would call an old troubadour. Oh wow! Yeah, for all you George Strait fans out there, that one's for you. <laughs> we thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's how you know you're old when you when you sing along to "Young Troubadour" by George Strait. That's how you know you're fucking. <laughs> that's how you know you're old. <laughs> I only know the word troubadour from the song "Sympathy for the Devil" by the Rolling Stones. Okay. That's uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna means. send you Young Troubadour so you can listen to it. It's not. It's a Please great do. song. It's a great song. But you're gonna laugh hysterically when you imagine me singing it because the lyrics, <laughs> the lyrics literally start off with like, "I still feel 25." Like it's still. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> I can't wait for this experience. Everybody, everybody listening, we're all gonna go listen to Young Troubadour by who? George Strait. George Strait. Yeah. That's, that's going to fa- be a fun time. And we're all going to picture dubs. We're all going to picture dubs singing it. <laughs> and you're going to laugh and be like, God damn, he's old as fuck. Yeah. That's- <laughs> and for those who don't know dubs, just picture his little icon in the uh, in the podcast <laughs> thing singing it. He's the one with the lightsaber. Exactly. Um, amazing. Um, what is going to ruin the game for you? Your expectations being missed or something more specific? Um, what fucks this all up? What ruins your, your life? Hmm. I mean, I, I think if it just doesn't really innovate on anything from Breath of the Wild, even if it's just like more Breath of the Wild, I think I'll be a little kind of bummed. But like, I already know it's not that. Like, I just I saw a quick, very spoiler free review that said, like, it just amps up everything about breath of the wild and adds so much brand new stuff it's crazy um 
Like, it's not a DLC. It, like, doubles or triples the amount of stuff you can do in the game, which is insane. Um, So, like, I know in that sense I won't be disappointed. I guess if they do something really stupid with the story, I'll be disappointed. But they couldn't have done that with how these reviews are looking. Um, If, if, like, the gameplay is weak or confusing or overcomplicated, I might be disappointed. But, again, like, the reviews are, like... I know what I'm expecting, and I've been burned by Uncharted Three. That was my that was my lesson learned. There is still temper your expectations. You could just really like it, and that's fine. But, uh, but yeah, I don't know. We'll see. I mean, we do know from the trailers at least they're they're painting the impression that this one has a way more intense story. Uh, and I love when a Zelda game has a pretty banger story. Like Skyward Sword is my favorite one for story. Um, so I'm kind of hoping for for something like that, like something like biblical in nature, like like big, like world world ending, world lore implications. I love that kind of stuff. But I don't know. Okay. Okay. You gonna play it? Are you gonna watch it? I think I'm gonna beat Breath of the Wild. Sure. <laughs> after Easy task. I beat, after I beat Red Dead. After you beat God of War. (laughs) And after I beat God of War. I think that's what it will be. Um, Easy peasy. (laughs) And then you can start on your ever-growing backlog of amazing video games that you have no time to play because you 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 keep playing Call of Duty. You know what's funny? That's all I have on my list. RDR2, God of War, Breath of the Wild. That's it. The fact that you're not playing them right now <laughs> drives me crazy. I'm podcasting. What are you talking about? <laughs> I love our podcast, and uh, I, I I still wish <laughs> if if I could trade this moment for you playing that game, it would make me happier. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about this. I, like, so this angers you, huh? No, it doesn't anger me. It saddens me. It saddens you. <laughs> What saddens you more? The fact that I refuse to watch shows like Breaking Bad or the fact that I'm dragging my feet impossibly long on games like God of War and RDR2? The the games thing saddens me more. The TV thing just pisses me off. It's so stupid. (laughs) Just shut up, get over it. (laughs) You don't have to be that way. (laughs) I can't fight who I am. I, I I can't deny my true self. You're fighting who you could be. <laughs> no, no, I'm just, I'm just accepting who I truly am. That's, that's what I'm doing. That's. Ay ay ay. Um, um, I want to say because I know we're nearing the end here. First of all, I'm gonna before I forget, text you Troubadour by George Strait. But second cool. of all, I know this is a little wild. We usually don't do this this late into a podcast. Do you think that the Toronto Maple Leafs? The Toronto <laughs> NHL hockey team is going to come back against the Florida Panthers after they survived their elimination game in one. So now the series is Florida Panthers at three and the Toronto Maple Leafs at one in the series. So for those who don't know the backstory here, the Toronto Maple Leafs have consistently for years now been a pretty good team. Like mm-hmm. they've probably had their dips, but they're generally a very good team. Uh, They frequently get to the playoffs. And since 2004, when the GameCube was released and when World of Warcraft was released, actually the GameCube, I think, no, the Nintendo DS, when the Nintendo DS and World of Warcraft was released and Shrek 2 and Spider-Man 2 were the hottest movies in theaters, was the last time they got past round one of the playoffs. And for those who don't know, there are 16 teams that make the playoffs, and there are four rounds that you need to get through, single elimination bracket style. Um, And it is a series best of seven games. So the first team to win four games moves on to the next round. Toronto Maple Leafs have not been able to accomplish that once (laughs) since 2004. And this year, boy, did they do it. And what they won in six games, so it was four to two. Against the, t- Which, or against the Tampa Bay Lightning in round one. Against the Tampa Bay Lightning, who uh, in 2021 and 2020 won the Stanley Cup twice in a row and made the Stanley Cup final in 2022. So no easy feat there. So really impressive team to beat. I don't think anybody was expecting it um, to make it to round two. And they were on track to get swept by the Florida Panthers. <laughs> 
who nobody expected to get to round two. And they just survived um, last night by winning a two a game two to one. Yeah. So uh the florida panthers are up three games in the series everybody expected the toronto maple Leafs to finally make it to round two just to get swept by the underdog team which would have been just perfect like at that point if i were a maple Leafs fan i would have preferred to just get eliminated in the first round again because <laughs> we're more used to it i feel like um do I think that they will make a comeback and win not only last night's game, but the next three games in a row? No, I do not. <laughs> no, you don't? Okay. No. I think they're going to win one more and then get eliminated. Okay. I want them to have a little bit of hope. I want them to have a little bit of momentum and then have it crushed and uh, well, taken you know away from them. Go, if you want them to be <laughs> crushed. You know how this goes in Toronto. They're going to get to game seven and lose it. Game seven. <laughs> and lose an overtime in, in Toronto. Over, the first like five minutes of overtime. Uh amazing. Right off right off the face off in overtime. Like, all right, this is it, boys. Oh my god. Cut, imagine cut, cut, if cut. it happens. But it, it's the imagine the goal being the dumbest goal ever. Like the goalie slips on on like a lace that got loose. <laughs> on a and banana fall. peel. Yeah, and they fall. And the puck sl- like that it doesn't even get shot in. It it just gl- slowly glides in. It slides and stops like a centimeter after the blue line or and after the, the red line. It accidentally kicks it getting up or something. <laughs> it stops in front of the line and the goalie kicks it in. <laughs> That would be like on par with that guy in Chicago who like caught the home run ball or caught the the ball that was going to bounce off the wall, but he caught it, which made it a home run, which eliminated the the Chicago Cubs from oh. the World Series or whatever. And then he was like, he got death threats for like months. Um, yeah. So yeah, that's some juicy, juicy stuff that's happening in the playoffs. Nothing else is really like that crazy right now. There's some like gnarly hits that are like. Did Everybody's you see, all you up saw, in You saw everything about. I sent you, right? <laughs> yeah, was it the the Vegas Oilers one? Was it that? I thought no. I sent you Radko Gudis slamming Maybe. the fuck out of David Camp and somehow Toronto <laughs> got a penalty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, uh, so I've been a hockey fan for like two years now, and I feel like I'm on board with almost every like big meme out there. And in this in this World Cup series, Stanley Cup series, what the fuck? Uh, in this Stanley Cup series, there have been a lot of like references that I'm starting to get on board with. Like anytime there's like a big hit that like should be investigated or something like that, people are like there's multiple outcomes. Either nothing will happen and the other team will get fined, he'll get suspended, but somebody else will get suspended, or <laughs> Nazem Kadri will get suspended for four days completely unrelated player who just always gets suspended oh my gosh it's so good oh, oh man um but i'm really liking it my team the seattle kraken still in it series tied two to two two to two next Dallas game Stars. is tonight tonight in like a couple hours uh um, one hour we will see one hour yeah 9 30 p.m yep. eastern drop Ooh, yep. you nervous or no you're feeling good um i'm I'm tempering my expectations. This this week is the week of tempering expectations. <laughs> <laughs> we got we got maybe the best video game coming out tomorrow. I mean, not the best video game. I'm not I'm not expecting that. Um, but uh, my 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 new baby hockey team that I'm into is is doing fairly well in the in the Stanley Cup playoffs with no nobody even expected them to get to. Um, yeah, so we'll see. Nice. Temper your expectations, folks. Temper, always temper, always temper. Yeah. All right. Well, in that case, I think it's time. Yeah, it's time to wrap it up. Um, next week, hopefully, we're gonna see Guardians of the Galaxy three. Very excited. You've blacked this one out, right? Mm-hmm. You know nothing about this movie. I saw one thing. What did you see? Groot's big. Okay. Yeah, he's like beefy. Yeah. Did you see the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special? No. Oh, okay. Well, if you had seen that, which is on Disney Plus, he's big in that. So it's not no. a change from that, which is a thing that's already out. Um he's just put on some mass. <laughs> he's okay. been he's been lifting. Okay. Um and uh yeah, so we'll we'll see that. Hopefully we'll uh we'll have a big old spoiler cast for that next week. Extremely excited. 
Um, and I think that's all we have for this week. So thanks for listening. Feel free to uh, give us a rating if you haven't already. Share the show with a friend who you think would like this stuff that we talked about. And uh, we will see you next week where we'll talk about Guardians of the Galaxy and probably Tears of the Kingdom because I won't be able to keep my mouth shut. All right. Toodaloo. Miss you. Bye. Bye. <laughs>